Hello, my friends. This is Chad. Welcome to the newest segment of the Naked Leadership Podcast called Thanks, I Needed That, where we have real and raw coaching conversations with top performers, company founders, and amazing humans making a difference in their companies, communities, and homes. Each episode, we dive deep into the challenge they are facing and the possibility that it presents. This week, Dan engages with Jazira and Harmony, business partners that co-own a struggling dance studio. He helps them navigate the labyrinth of silence and unspoken expectations clouding the relationship. Will they be willing to face the elephant in the room, or will they let it stomp all over their potential success? You'll witness how facing challenges head-on can transform a business relationship and how unity and honesty can lead to an unstoppable force. Such a huge thank you to Jazira and Harmony for coming on the podcast and being honest and vulnerable. There's so much that we can learn from their conversation. Let's dive in. It feels good, man. It feels good, right? Hi, Jazira and Harmony. How are you? Great, good. How are you? Thanks for making this time. I uh, look forward to this conversation. Uh, I would like to start with you describing for me what it is you the challenge you're looking to handle in this call, or and, and like what would represent progress for you? All right. Um, so for my answer for that is that we would like clarity on our next move. We're very financially challenged right now. We're down to our last twenty one thousand dollars of of cash, and we have an impending move happening because the space that we're in is being it's not built to permit and so it's been flagged by the city and we are going to have to move for the owner to do what he needs to do and when he does what he needs to do we will not be able to use the space in the way we've been able to use it up until this point so an impending move is on the horizon and with financial challenges right now uh it's making it hard to carry that vision and execute it and so we're finding some stumbling blocks and I would just like to get clarity on how we can move forward through those stumbling blocks and also figure out any way that we are standing in our way. All right. So you are a partnership. You have a business together. Uh, it's a photography business. Is that correct? No, it's a dance studio. Dance studio. Okay, good. I want to make sure I know what I'm doing. So it's a dance studio that you are working together with. And yes. you have, um, when you say you have $21,000 left, how much did you start with? How long have you been working together? You want to go? Well, um, so I started the business back in 2017 um, at with nothing, basically, <laughs> with $3,000. And uh, all the right people came, you know, into my life and uh, kind of basically, I, you know, on a whim, I, I called this landlord and said, I have. $3,000 to my name and a great idea. And um, kind of told him my idea, put the, gave him the three grand and then threw a party to um, get people in. And it's it's um, kind of like a circus school. It's pole dancing, aerial, burlesque, um, slower, slow arts, lira, silks, like all, all, all that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Anyway, it ended up working out, but it was month to month at that 
point. Um, and in during the pandemic, in, uh, Jazira kind of helped me like when we were all the businesses were being shut down. And um, she, I didn't know anything about business. I was just like flying, you know, I had this dream and uh, where she also had, she had her photography business and she's more business minded. I'd say I'm more, yeah. I'm like the creative part of the business as far as teaching dances and stuff like that. Uh, she's like, um, she's just like the, the genius in the business, if you will. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, so. When everything was kind of hitting the fan during the pandemic, um, Jazira was one of my students at, at the time, and she stepped in and just really started helping me, um, like with the all the EIDL stuff, the, all the different things that we had to apply for um, due to the pandemic. And it was also we also had to move to a different space at that time. Um, and so, anyway, we went into business in two thousand twenty one. Yeah, in 21. True. And um, into a partnership. And then so. And, then this, yeah, and the partnership, how did you fund it? Um, we funded it with existing capital that she already had and then with EIDL loans. Okay, and how much was the total on the loans? $150,000. And then you're down to so 21. We interspersed. I'm sorry. It wasn't all at once. It was interspersed. Okay. And and how much debt do you have now? Are you curious? About one hundred and seventy-five thousand. So you have one hundred seventy-five thousand in debt and twenty-one thousand in cash in the business. Yeah. And so you you haven't been out. You've been losing along the way. Is that the thing? Yeah. Okay. There's some months where we're in the plus, and some months where we're pretty in the negative by thousands. 6,000, 7,000 on certain months. But how uh, annually you would say you've lost every, you know, what, annually we lost about $27,000 last a year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. None so, of which we have individually. Which you what? None of which we have individually to make up for that. Right. So it's not throwing any cash off. What does that mean? In other words, mean? it's paying the, is it paying the, it's not paying the bills. Completely, yeah. And it, it's not, in other words, it's not netting any money. It hasn't. Has you're it, not realizing any salary out of it, are you? Um, she's got a salary. I intermittently pay myself. Um, but yeah, I my salary is the one that suffered in all of this. Right. So the but the business hasn't been able to continue to pay. It's paying the salary, but it's paying it yeah. out of the debt money. It's not paying it out of Revenue. Exactly. We're making enough to cover our monthly expenses if we didn't have debt and then if we didn't have salaries. Yeah. Um, once we throw the salary in for her and a little bit for me, it goes into the negative. Okay. And not for instructors that work. No, we yeah. payroll comes out of the monthlies. That's fine. So, so you're, it's break even if you took your salaries out. Yeah. And the debt. Yeah. What's and your debt payment on those months? All right. So, what's your debt payment? So, a debt payment is about fifteen hundred to two thousand a month. And most of that's interest. Um. Do you know? Some of it's interest. Some of it is principal. 
Our IDL payments are not due yet until September, so we haven't been paying that. Um, okay, so that, that'll be added on to this. Yeah. Oh, no, that would be part of the 180, 107. So, so the debt payments, when you say 1500 to 2000 is that on the note? That's not on the note. No, that's uh, that's on a previous loan that she had for a uh, community lending organization, and then just credit card um, monthly expenditures and stuff, which we've carried a balance for two months now. Okay, so, so it's towards that. And so the how loan. much previous debt did you have? I just want to get a good sense of the full picture. Before us or after our partnership? Well, you said the fifteen to two hundred, the fifteen hundred to two thousand, is right. paid monthly on a previous note and some credit card debt. Yeah. Okay. How much is the previous note still? How much is remaining? Oh, about seventeen thousand out of thirty thousand. And then the hundred, there's a hundred and eighty thousand. So EIDL was five thousand. I mean, one hundred fifty thousand. Okay. And then um, her loan was thirty thousand dollars that she had before, right? But it's week. seventeen thousand left on that, right? I just want to know what's remaining. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, the EIBL is one fifty. You have seventeen remaining on the thirty thousand. How much on credit card? I think we're at eight thousand. Okay. All right, good. That makes okay, good. Now it makes sense to me. I just want to understand. Once and we what, pay that, that'll add another five hundred a month if we go on their payment schedule. Yeah, that will be mostly. That will be interest only. That sounds like. Yeah, maybe I yeah. need to. How many years is the IBL debt? Thirty. Okay. Uh, it's a mortgage. Well. Oh, it's a mortgage. It's it's against the house. It's against property. No, no. I'm just saying it's like the equivalent of a mortgage. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Or well, oh, maybe trailer. Well, so let's talk about. You've been in business for two two years. You know, mm-hmm. what are you grossing? So about two hundred and seventy five thousand a year. Do you have any idea what you need to gross to to start to pay the debt and just to break even with all the debt? Yeah, I think we need to be making three hundred and seventy-five thousand a year mm-hmm. to be able to come forward on that. To not not to come forward to be able to address that and pay okay. it. And that, and then, and then that's just to address the debt, really, to get to break even. And then, all right. So, if you let me ask you, let's talk about what you up until now you've noticed this is going on. So. Tell me what, let's talk about what, because you, you haven't made the shifts that have been able to impact your revenue up until now, correct? Well, we've made lots of shifts and they have impacted very positively, but not enough to cover all of right. this stuff. So we've been trying different yeah, things. Think, yeah, you're going deeper in debt, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what are proactively, it's just not seeming to be enough of what we need to do to move forward in a proactive and sustainable way. Yeah. So what makes you think that you can, like, let's talk about, like, obviously you've been in conversation, the two of you, about how to correct this issue, right? Yeah. So let's talk about what in those conversations, what has worked and what hasn't worked. Like, let's just talk about what's worked. 
So you've made some shifts that have worked. They've moved the needle a little bit, just not as much as you want. Like what? What's happened there? Um, you wanna what has worked in the? <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I mean, as far as you know, pricing goes and everything, we've run specials and things that have been that have worked out. Um, in our favor, like as far as our, our memberships go and things like that. Um, um, yeah, we've how many kind of, members? How many members? We have 29 right now, and two months ago we had 17. And this is just on memberships, not yeah. like the single classes or the six packs of classes. Right. Yeah. This is the unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then, I mean, we have like, we have our boutique where we sell things. Um, we have, like, as far as social media goes, that's a lot. We get a lot of business through social media and things like that. So we've really upped the game there. Um, and delegating. How much is a lot of business? How, how many, like, when you see, you get a lot of people coming in to take the classes off of the social media? Yes, to right? agree. But, but they're, they're, and they're just starting to buy memberships? Yeah. Um, when did you well, start the social? How long? How long have you been doing the social media? Warriors, three. Yeah, I mean, we we just were. It wasn't professional until I'd say until um, I came along. Yeah, before it was just. Now it's professional. Two years Two. professionally, I would say. Before everyone used to post, different people had the login. And they would just we post might. whatever they felt like it. And I took it over in 21 when I first started. So what? let me ask you, I mean, you're pretty deep in a hole. You, you get that, right? Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, what makes you think, like what is it that's anything that you've done makes you think you can climb, like shown evidence that this is going to turn around? Uh, can I speak on mm -hmm. that? Well, I think that um, I think that there's a lot of opportunity that we haven't tapped into yet. Um, I think um, part, part. I was just telling Josiah before we got on, like this move that we're going to have to make. Um, I think, like the financial piece of it, um, finding the spot and um, having parking is going to be a huge thing. Where we are at, there is no parking, and so daily I'm getting messages. From students like I wanted to come to class there's no part I can't find parking we're like in this very strange uh area in town where it's commercial and residential <clears throat> and so a lot of I think that just having parking would make double our classes and then also um there's like we haven't tapped into the bigger um like like um selling our products online worldwide to the poll community that um i feel like that we could really tap into um that piece and also as far as um like we do these showcases performances that bring in big chunks of money in two nights um it's a couple two of shows two show one night one night yeah and um that's where we we sell a lot of memberships we have we sell out we do back-to-back -back shows that night Every single time. Um, How many times have you done it? We did it three times last year and two times this, well, one time this year, but with another one in December. Um, so what but, do you 
How much do you make on one of those? We've made between eight and fourteen thousand dollars each time. Okay, let's say ten thousand average, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we were talking about how there is a lot of opportunity there because we work really hard to put these productions on. But if but we if we um, did that once a month, especially if we had a space where we uh, could create that in a bigger way, I guess. Um, there's been talk about doing it once a month, the same show, but three, four months in a row. Um, different audiences, obviously. Uh, we came up with that idea. We also are doing a membership drive in August that I think is going to help turn the ship um, because usually we always sell a one-month unlimited membership, but at the showcases, previously we had been doing auctions. So in an auction, only one person wins, but by having a membership sale on the day of the showcase, Anyone can come and purchase that deal. So we're aiming at $25,000 is what I'm aiming for, for this next showcase. Right. And how many Mem- people on your how many people on your mailing list? 2,300 and something. And what kind of, you know what your open rate on your mail, do you do mailing? Yes, about 49%. Well, that's great. Mike, I don't, I think there's some, Blind optimism. That's that's. If I'm just straight with you, I don't. I and, and I have to. I have to crunch this more. But even crunching it, you're talking about. You're you need to basically add an, at least another hundred to break even, and then, if you want to make money, which I would assume you want to do, you're you're really probably talking about another hundred and fifty, two hundred at least. If you're gonna, if you're both, let's say, let's say you're gonna make. Fifty thousand a piece. You're probably talking. You're gonna have to look at grossing and another two hundred, two hundred fifty from where you are. And I, it's the numbers you're giving me. Don't I don't know that they're there. I wonder what's preventing you from like. There needs to be a real sober conversation because you're digging a deep hole fast, right? And yeah. There may be some pivots in there, but um, just to be honest with you, I. When I look at this number as an entrepreneur, I'd say, wow, this is a lot of effort for a little return. And you must, I know you love what you're doing. So that's, that, that's probably, that's good. That's part of what I'm, you know, I'm a little tender about. I know you love what you're doing, but I don't know if it's got, if it's got the legs or the financial, you know, um, it just seems like a lot for a little back. And you've got, you've got quite a, that's that's quite a debt, one hundred and seventy thousand, hundred seventy five thousand dollars, and you're not making money, and you've got to move. So, you know, my thought is: Have you thought about? Have you talked about what you do if you don't do this? If you don't make the move? If you thought talked talk about pivots? Like, at what point do you decide? I guess what I'm asking is: What point do you decide? This is detrimental, not helpful. It's like it's un, it's it's easy, it's not worth the effort. Um, I I just know that like you know um, I feel that with persistence there are endless resources and ideas that we we could be creative and 
not give up this. This is more than it's it's a whole lot. Yes, it's a business and everything. And I feel like, uh, you know, I I am not in a place where I'm going to give up on this. It's too beautiful, like what happened in this space. And I and I feel like we can make it happen. Well, maybe I, maybe reducing your expenses. I, my my thing is, more. at what point? Like you have twenty. Josiah said you have what twenty seven twenty one thousand in in your cash right now, right? Basically yeah. cash. At and at that level, you've been losing. You've been working together three years. Two years. Four years. How many? Two. Two years. And so you're in two years. Did you? When did you take the? You took the hundred and fifty on when? Uh, I think it was June of twenty one. Yeah. Well, they so, came in three spurts. So first it was twenty thousand, and then we increased it, and then we increased it again. So I think the final one was June of twenty one. But it, it basically just on that number, you've you're losing. You've lost one hundred and twenty five thousand. You've lost about sixty two thousand a year. Just right on that. That's just one way to really simply look at it. And that each year you're accruing about, so that twenty one thousand you have will probably last less than a half a year. Yeah, at your current rate. Yeah, and then if you're going to move and you're going to take it out of that, it's it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna chunk that even more. So, you know, if you don't, and you know, if you think about well, how long do we need to ramp to get to turn this thing around? How long right. do you think? Like you're going to move, right? Okay. And that will open the parking. Yeah. How long will it take to move? Um, depends on the space that we get and if it needs any build out. It's we we can do it fast though. We've done it twice now, and we build it up quick. And do you, you know, do the building or so much? We've been through. We just went through a huge flood, and um, where we had to take replace the mirrors, the floors, everything. Like we were, I mean, and nothing stops us. Like I feel like you know. We started it from nothing. We never had any capital. But you know what? We, it, I could have, like, in the beginning, before she came on, there were so many times where people were like, you know, you just need to go back to waitressing and then um, save some money. And do, no, it, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do, but I could say, you still don't have capital. What you have is borrowed money. And yeah. And on top of that, you're going to have interest. So, you know, that's part of. When, you know, my my point is, you you still don't have capital. You you you're not you're not actually making money. You're losing money, and every and like, what do you? So what do you do? At because this twenty one thousand is going to go fairly quickly. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do when you get to the end of the twenty one thousand? Well, like these are just these are I, like hard questions. You're going to have to face. Yeah. Better face them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that doing um, like this idea, I mean, we've brought in $15,000 in a night, you know what I mean, on these shows. I feel like we do that once a month, you know, and that's going to bring us an extra chunk. I feel like we find a space with parking, and I feel like there's a lot of resources. Okay, so a couple questions. Can you do once a month where you're at now? Yes, yes. Okay. And do you know there's a demand for once a month? Yes. Or, so, like, you, because you do them once, you've done two or three a year. 
Okay. Once a month is 12 a year. That's a very deep, the audience, like, are you going to be able to attract that audience and how do you know? And what has kept you from doing it once a month up until now? Well, because it's, it's so this is a new idea because before, like to create this production, it takes a lot of time um, besides the actual, like for us choreographers and everything, Listen. besides the regular classes that we're teaching every single day, we are putting together these, um, this whole production where we're training and teaching people these dances and all the this stuff, right? Well, um, in the past, it's been like, okay, we do one show, but we sell out instantly. Both shows are sold out. Like as soon as we put it out there, we sell it out. We are getting phone calls. Like we need, you know, more people want to come and buy tickets, but we're already sold out. So I just recently came up with the idea since we do these like every four or six months or whatever, like, why don't we continue the show once a month? And then once we start the new show, the new production, um, we do that and then for the next few months so then it's saving us time because we already know the dances we already have the costumes we already have everything that it takes that we need um so this is just a fresh idea that's just popped up but when you do it how much how much other help do you need when you do this does it just you and just the cost of production is about a thousand dollars usually thousand dollars per event and you could make up to 14 yeah that's a good return so, when's your next one? August 19th. All right. And and so, when do you have to move? Um, we have to move within a year. So, probably, at least that's what the landlord thinks right now. We have a year lease till March or May yeah. of next so, year. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, in your mind, how do you time this so that like I'm, I'm wondering what your thoughts are because my my, your your, you have a romantic sensation about this that is I'm trying to penetrate to get to a real like a really butt nuts and bolts conversation. Which by the way, the passion you have for it's awesome. If it's going to work, it's going to take that passion, right? Mm-hmm. Now, on top of that passion comes a sober look at the debt you're building and what it's going to take to maintain your own financial well-being so you don't right like because you have to pay yourselves yeah and you're and and if, if you're satisfied with what you've got up to now and you can survive that's one thing but i don't know what it takes for you to survive so like like what you know that twenty one thousand between now and August seventeenth, you said or fourteenth? Nineteenth. Nineteenth. So that's about a month out. Okay. And and you've already sold it out? Um we sold it we've sold fifty percent of the tickets. They just went on sale yesterday. Awesome. And how much yeah. revenue does that bring in? That's gonna bring two thousand. Two thousand but that's fifty percent of the tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh so, no. Um, that revenue that we've already made is around one thousand. Okay, I thought you said you could make up to fourteen thousand if you fill it out. That's just yeah. the tickets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we sell um because we, yeah, because we sell memberships at the. Got it. Got it. So we always sold them as an auction, and got this it. time those that deal is going to be available to everyone. Got it. So, so August nineteenth should be the big payday. Ticket sales will come in before that. 
that'll put us into the positive this month. Um, yeah. I think. I'm not sure if that includes me paying myself. Well, yeah, I, you really ought to. It's, it's hard to have this discussion because you don't know the numbers exactly. You want to put a, like if I, I would do a cash flow report yeah. and a profit and loss statement so I could see. I have it if you wanted to reference it. Yeah, I, I, my point is you ought to, I mean, you, this what, what's missing for me is just a really nuts and bolts conversation between the two of you about the reality of the financial demand that this has got on you both personally and and as a business, right? Because you're not making much money yourselves, which seems to be okay with you, which is great. But how long will that? That's not great for you, but it's no, okay. It's not, for me. it's not great for her too because mm. she needs to make more money as well. Um, right. So I'm not satisfied with the current level at all of finances that have come in. And just for clarity also, um, we do bring in a significant chunk of money each month. It's just not enough to cover paying her. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's right. That's what I mean. It's it's losing. I mean, it's obvious you're losing you're losing a lot of money very quickly. Yeah. And two years, that's a you know, for somebody who has limited resources, that that you know, it's it's gonna make it a very difficult time if you know, I like people are going to want their money back, right? The notes you got to pay them back, and and so at some point, you're you're not going to be able to draw your salaries out of the cash that you have because it'll be gone, and yeah. that point's coming in the fall, at some time. If no change, if you don't if you don't hit these things well, yeah, you know? yeah. And so what I'm suggesting is that there's something between the two of you, like that's missing which is a really no shit sober conversation about what it's going to take and when do we decide how do we know if we're making it and how do we know if we're not to me like based on results not based on what it doesn't mean you shouldn't have this dream it may mean that you cut this thing back and try to figure out how to go out again it may mean you continue the way you're doing if you can pop this thing but you don't sound like you're on the numbers with the kind of veracity that somebody who's living by the skin of their teeth ought to be. Um, yeah. And in, in what way do you, are you saying, oh, okay, I see what you're like saying. Like the urgency, it, it's, there's a, you know what blind optimism is? It's when you have a very high, which is, by the way, makes you sturdy because you, you like if you're highly optimistic, which, you know, I can hear in both of you, but Harmony, I hear it in you. Which is great. You're a, vi- you're a visionary. That's what it takes to get something to turn out. Doesn't mean this can't turn out. It means that unless you have a strong connection to physical reality, to the reality of your situation, like in a really powerful way, when you make a change, it won't be, if you're not connected to that reality, when you make a change, it won't be as powerful as you want it to be. You need to. Like and so that's why I'm saying the lack of recognition about the exact nature of your cash burn and what you need to produce and you've got some variables in there with the move, the possible rebuild out. I mean, those are those are that can be a good chunk of change, right? Depending on how you negotiate with a landlord, it could be you negotiate a deal where they cover it and they build it in the rent. There's a million different ways to do that. But also, they're going to want to know that you can pay the rent 
if they're going to in right so all of that has to be built into a business case and what i'm addressing is that your relationship together needs to be in my experience it lacks the sobriety if i'm just giving you feedback i get the vision now i'm looking at the sobriety and which means you're anticipating the potential pitfalls in a way that your business plan can show that this is what you'll do and you have some way of knowing you can get through it because anybody who's going to loan you money or want to invest is going to want to be sober about that. Yeah. And right? and that's one area where that- I feel like because I have a greater <laughs> understanding of the numbers and the data, uh, I feel a little bit alone in that because I we, we're great partners in general, but um, because wow. I ha- have the business side of the aspect, I carry the weight of that all the time of that debt. I'm very sober to the reality of it because I'm the one paying the bills. I'm the one deciding where the money goes and all of that. Um, Let me ask you, what's yeah. prevented you from, Have you, you obviously haven't had that conversation in a way that could bring you together, right? Like in in a very powerful way where you you you're clear and you could talk to other people clearly about what you want because when you when you're moving and you're going to need to talk to a landlord or a po- possible investor again you're going to need to be able to speak with this with some clarity with alacrity and that's missing in this conversation you see yes, yes. so something between you is keeping you from having that conversation in a way that would open get that clear are you what comes up for you, Josira, that keeps you from... Because you must be carrying this on your own. Yeah. Or at least a lot. I'm going to tell not... her about it, but I don't know that because she's not in the spreadsheets with me and in the QuickBooks, that the reality of what the, all this debt means, I'm not sure that, yeah. you know, all of that is... What do you think to pay? So why do you, you know, if you think about that avoidance there's a certain level of avoidance there what do you, would you agree yeah yeah because it represents I... what does it represent to you if you have if you sat down with harmony and had that discussion what is it your biggest fear is um my biggest fear i don't really have a fear about having the discussion but i do have uh, i feel like we're limited in time that's targeted to talk about these things um, and so I think that we need to set aside weekly times to discuss the nuts and bolts, and we kind of talk in passing. Um, yeah, and that's a problem it, to me. Yeah, there you go. Now, what's how long have you known that you need to have more focused, disciplined conversation? Uh, about six months or so, eight months. So, so what's What's kept you from stating that and making sure Harmony gets it and you set it up? Well, okay. Um, she's got a pretty strong time racket running. Tell me, what does this uh, mean? She's always crunched for time. She never has time. Um, she's always running to the next thing of the appointment. and it, And so in my mind... The time hasn't been set aside because I'm trying to work around her schedule. Right. So you, but you have, so you must have some kind of approval racket then. Like you don't want to risk her disapproval to stop the train 
to talk about what ultimately is going to, you're going off a cliff and you're not, you know, you're not yelling loud enough for the conductor to say, hey, stop the train. We need to talk. Something like that. Yeah, I guess that's accurate. So when the thing fails, how are you going to make you know, like, because it's going to fail if it continues in that format. You do see that. Yeah, right? I see that clearly. So how will you make yourself right when it fails? But let's just, just like I want you to use your subjunctive, subjunctive ability to look out and say, gosh, if I was setting myself up to be right, let's just say that's part of the, that's what we do as natural, right? What would be the story that makes me right about what didn't work? What would be the story that makes me right about about it failing? About it failing? Um, yeah. Like what would what are the story I create? Yeah. Like let's do hindsight now. Yeah. Like let's pretend here we are. We run out of cash. You because you've run out of cash, and because you can no longer scrape together what you need to sustain your lives, and the business is still demanding of you. What are you going to say at that point? Well, wow, this here are the things that didn't work looking back. Maybe that I wish that we had a stronger vision to carry us through the circumstance. What does that mean, a stronger vision? Um, more unity in exactly how we're going to get there. Um, and the oh, okay. conversations and understanding um, on both of our parts of what that's going to take. Right. So in what you just said, did you hear what you said? So you're not in the unity, the kind of unity you could be or that you think you need to be in order to overcome the situation right now. Yes, specifically towards communication. Not okay. because of any resentments or any negative situations that have happened. We haven't had any of those kinds of roadblocks in our partnership. But I think where we suffer is the communication and the action plan. Um, I think we're great dreamers. We're great dreamers. We see all the a lot of the possibilities, um, but then reeling it in and putting it into practical application yeah. yep. is where I think we suffer in our partnership. Yes, that's called the despair of possibility. You see the possibility, but you can't reach it. And yeah. there are, you, you say you don't have upset or resentments or that kind of thing, but you do. I already know. I can hear them. How, I can hear, you know what, I can hear it in your predicates. Do you know what predicates are? Yeah. You know what I mean? In your predicate, how you predispose yourself. So a predicate in a sentence is something that speaks to the subject of the sentence. It kind of gives you an affirmation or an idea of what's coming in the subject of the sentence. In in our conversation, your predicates are when, you know, I said, well, if you look back from where you were, like if you're, this was ending, you go, well, we didn't have a unified vision. We weren't really in unity the way we could have been around our vision. And you already know that, and you said, because every time I try to sit down with, with, with um, Harmony, she's busy. She has a, a time racket in your language, right? But that's that's not that's not what you're you're not owning. What your racket is, that, yeah, right. Like it's like okay, my she's yeah. What's yours? My racket is financial. If only we made more money, then this wouldn't be an issue. Well, that's right. That's actually right. If you right. were making more money, this wouldn't be an issue. The the issue of 
you know, being able to do what you need to do in the business. Yeah, but I think it's I'm calling bullshit on it because even though we had the borrowed money, um, we still fucked that up. Yes, so, right, exactly. So what makes me think, and so that's where I call myself on my racket. What Hi, makes girl. me think more money in the bank is going to solve it? Yeah, so well, you're right. Struggle with the mouse. Yeah, more money in the bank won't solve it, but it yeah. would. But if you solved it, you'd have more money in the bank. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Like, if you, this the issue that's between you, if you can get that cleared up, where if you could have a hard conversation, which means you're hard on the problem, not on the person. I'm being hard on the problem. I respect both of you. And I get your passion, particularly, Harmony, I get your love for what you're doing. Now, I, I, now, so that's the vision. Now, let's get, I want to get really connected to, and what I'm doing is I've been mining current reality so that if you can get connected to current reality, if there's a path that's going to be workable for you, that's where it's going to show up. You, but you've got to go to your current reality, to, even if it makes you feel like shit. You, you've got to kind of dial down your feelings and go, this is my not a personal statement. This is what I'm facing. This is the challenge. Yeah. And so... That's that's where we are now. It's like you two need to sit down and Josira really. When I listen to you, it feels like in in, in your predicates what I was talking about. You predispose yourself. You say one thing, but it's not. I don't think it's true. I think you are upset that a you have you haven't been able to get Harmony's attention. You're blaming her in your mind. That's what right because it's like. She's on, she's got a time racket, okay? And then, but that gives, like, you have a, you have something you want and you need in order to put your feet in the ground and you haven't been willing to, to interrupt in a way that she gets how much you need it, right? Yeah. Even in this conversation, you can hear how evasive, right? Like, you've been, like, we don't have these issues, but you, you, you're carrying them in your yeah. heart, in your mind. And and then and that and then you know you don't feel like you're in unity with her the way you could be. That's the, so you're you're giving me information about the subject of wanting to have the business work. That what's between you and the business for you right now is having a very clear financial strategy and plan that you both can get on, and that you're. You want her to slow down and do that with you, and you really haven't formulated, made that request in a way that she gets it yet. That's Is that fair? Yes. And that's fundamental. Would you agree, guys? I mean, yeah. fundamental. If you don't get that down, you're going to be shooting blanks, and and that's horrible. I particularly, I got you know, I can feel your disappointment. I I mean, I get that, but you you got to get real, and you got to have. A no shit conversation about where are we? How much do we need to cut back and where? How do we really make up these dollars? And if that, and if I, you know, there could be a good chance there. I can't really say because yeah. I, you know, we, you need to do this homework first. But the first thing is you got to be able to rely on each other and say, okay, we're in. What's more important is the business making it. So let's risk whatever our feelings are to get there, to find out what it's going to take to have it work so we can make a good educated guess. We can identify the asymmetry. Is it 
what are the prices we're going to have to pay to get to where we want to go? And if you look clearly about where you are and you get some assistance like financially, if you need to somebody to help you look at this, like we, you know, like we're business coaching, much like we're doing now, but if I was working with you, I'd want to chunk, I'd want to chunk down first into this relationship. So you guys are talking in a way that you can generate reality and then what possibilities you see will be much more potent. That's the first thing I would do. Now, once you have those conversations, you have the wherewithal and intelligence, I know that, to come up with, and you, we can get any other experience we need to come up with what a business plan would look like if it's possible. So you can weigh the prices that you're going to be paying personally, professionally, and financially to do that. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, anything you do now is like port. It's like rearranging the furniture on the on the deck furniture of the Titanic because you you two are the vessel. You're the. If that doesn't, if you don't get that solid, nothing you put in there is going to make a difference. It's going to leak out. Like I said. Okay. So. That's, I mean, that's my recommendation is that you two sit down and have a, a you know, heart to heart. And Josira, you get clear about the, 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 um, the weight you've been carrying and, um, what your concerns are, what you need to be in unity, what you need to feel and to get that you are one together and that you can confidently go forward. Right. That, that's my recommendation. Absolutely. We can do that. So tell me, what's going on for you guys? Want to start? I always default. <laughs> I'm like naturally going to, <laughs> when you're speaking, I'm like, yes, I agree with everything that you're saying. We have to, we have to, you know, whatever it is, once a week we get together on this day at this time and we figure it out and we come up with a solution because there is a solution. And every time you're like, see if it's possible, I'm like, oh no, it's possible. Because in my mind, in my heart, I'm seeing that like, okay, we need to come up with this big chunk of money. Okay. Immediately, my mind is going to, how are we going to do this? And I have 10 ideas, you know, that pop up where I'm like, okay, this, but we have to get together clear and we have to make a plan and we have to go for it. And, you know, and, you know, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. But I, I, I find that like, I am getting stirred up inside myself. Like, yeah, no, like she and I, the one thing that we have, we know, we know, like, I think both of us know in our hearts, like how special this place is. It's not just like some, you know, clothing store you go in and buy clothes. Yeah. There is like a whole community of um, people that we are in love with and that we have these ex- life experiences with and we grow creatively in, um, in so many ways, like, um, you know, physically. And then, and then to turn... Yeah, you could turn to that community, but you want to turn with to them in unity with a plan they can understand and if maybe they want to participate. But you, so here's what I would, again, you have a lot of good ideas. They need to be vetted for their financial viability in your current situation. And then you can prioritize the ones that you think are most potentially best. But be, before you get there, you're going to need to clear space between the two of you. I would, you know, like how long do you think it would take and what, do you have a, do you have an accountant? Yes. Okay, good. So you've got an accountant. It's great because yeah. they can jump in and help yeah. you collate the financial information 
and you're really neat with me. My fingertips, I know how to do all of that, yes. and then they can help with they help with like the annual taxes and the yeah. reconciliations and stuff. So, Beautiful. so, so I you see you have the resources, yeah, and you just haven't got you haven't put. I mean, yourself... I've heard the reports and stuff, but I'm not just not sure where there's. No. Yeah, this is if I'm I'm you know look, you're disconnected from current reality in a way that's undermining your vision, your passion. You you've got to be feeling disappointed because you see possibility and frustrated. That's my experience. Is I, that accurate? Yeah. And so that means you're not whenever you're that frustrated and disappointed. Whenever that comes up and you you start to withhold from each other. There's something in current reality you're not paying attention to, and it begins between you first. Because if you guys get right, if you guys get sober, if you get courageous with each other, and you get on the same page, then you're going to go f- forward with power. If you get together and you decide one of you don't want to do that, that's that's cool too. You still go forward in power, but you need to really get clear about where you both stand. I, yeah. Let me ask you, Josira, are there things that you haven't, that you're worried about or thought about or want that you haven't told Harmony? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. You should, what up? You want to listen? I mean, we don't have to go that now. We can go there now a little bit, but that's something, that's what I'm talking about. And you ought to think the same way, Harmony. Are there things that you have that have concerned you or you want to talk about, but you haven't you withheld from Josira? Are there? Um... No, not necessarily. I just feel like we, um, yeah, we really, we need to get real focused on together, you know. Do do you notice, though, that that Josiah has been carrying some incompletions with you? Yeah, yeah. And so you haven't been aware of those? Yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like I've, I've been knowing like there's part of me that's been knowing like okay because i know she's you know she we do do a lot we talk every day we are in um relationship and conversation about the business daily and we see each other most days too but we're both like i feel like i'm off teaching and she's off running meetings and sometimes we come together and get on uh meetings uh together we have like um our mentors and things like that that we where we come together and connect and everything. But I feel like there's so much going on. Like um, in my world, in her world, we're so like where like the focus just isn't. We, we, we really need to get together and yeah, hear each other out and have that direct vision and yeah. take action. And yeah, it would be wise to like, yeah, you're, you think it's an accident that the busyness has gotten between you. Yeah. Do you think that's accidental? I think that's a default for us, uh, for people in general. Yeah, I think, yes. I don't yeah. think it's an accident. I think that, mm-hmm, I've been thinking about that lately a lot, actually. So if it wasn't an accident, let's, because it's a complaint, I can tell in at least Josiah's mind, it sounds like it's a little bit of a complaint in yours. Complaint meaning we are... Gosh, we ought to get together. We should get together. We don't. We're not getting together. Not. We're not talking about issues we need to talk about. That kind of thing. So, if that's been going on, which it has been, tell me what you think the payoff. What's the benefit of living that way? Because there's nothing you're doing that 
we do it, anything we do, we do because we like it better than what we think uh, the alternatives are. I guess so, it's, um, I guess like maybe so like deep back, it's like, oh man, we're gonna it's almost like like when we had the flood, we know what we're in for. It's gonna be a bit more stuff, you know what I mean? We're gonna have to like really maybe like I'm just thinking like maybe in the back of our minds it's like, okay, once we hit on what we got it what we need to face, it's gonna open this big, you know, uh I mean it's gonna be can of worms. Can of worms work. <laughs> like we're gonna have to I mean it's gonna be crazier than it already is. I mean <laughs> you know. So maybe deep down that's uh something there. You know, because okay. we've been we've been through a lot. We've made it through a lot. It's like I feel like there's not I feel like we are together. If we get strong, we're gonna we will be unstoppable and we can make it through this. But I feel like there's so many res like things that we haven't We've tried a lot of things and we've found out what's working better than other things. And there's a lot of things that we haven't. Sure. But they're not, my point is, there's not a unity. And so those things aren't ever going to come together to make, create synergy unless you two are in communication. And yeah. so the payoff is, like you said, you don't have to face the things you might feel are impossible or look bigger than you can handle. They, because of whatever your time sink is in other things. Like, I don't know if I have the time to do everything that is required here. Well, okay, good to find out. So, you know, then you could look into other possibilities you may not be seeing now. Yeah. But you to- you, you, you're avoiding, it's a great way to avoid what ultimately is going to eat your lunch. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's leave it at that. Let's say... You guys are going to get together, have a conversation, get clear about, Jazira, what you want to say, what's needed for you on the financial side, get some unity around where you are now before you plan where to go. Okay. Yeah. Does that sound like it would be beneficial? Yes. I know, yeah. I know it's not the most exciting thing right now, but it can be. And, it, you know, I think you're going to, you're going to feel much more creative and unified if you really get these things on the table. Yeah. Because then you can plan from reality. Yeah. And I feel like I know that she's carrying a lot of weight too, but because I'm in the nuts and bolts of it, I feel, and I just feel like I've been a, lo- a little bit alone in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's weighing well, you can see there's a big yeah. conversation that wants to happen. That's only going to unify. It's going to bring you closer together. Yeah. And it's going to bring your resources together, even though it might hurt along the way. But that's okay. You know, that's going to soften you up for what really, for being real with what's real. You need to get real about where you're at. Because that's your only really, if you're going to have this thing work, that's the only way to have it work because you won't find it otherwise. So. Yeah. <clears throat> So, ladies. Yes. Will we be talking, talk again? Josiah, let me know how it goes. I will. If there's anything I could do, let me know. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Talk to you guys later. All right. Ciao. Ciao.